you're listening to The Watchers, a show where two women from opposite ends of New Jersey watch TV and movies about New Jersey. Woo-hoo. We're back, baby. <laughs> We're back in the Jers. Oh, I'm, nobody says that. I'm so excited. <laughs> well, you're just a Jersey tomato. I'm so. just a Jersey tomato, like Tawny. Uh-huh. Uh, you know what I missed? Hmm. I missed women vocalizing eerily. <laughs> I really did. And hauntingly yeah. as well. Haunting, eerie. Haunting and vocalization. eerie. Yeah. That's that's just my vibe and I missed it. And Absolutely. it's so nice to be back with with <laughs> other women who vocalize eerily. <laughs> it's so You're nice. You're listening to the watchers. <laughs> the show where two women vocalize eerily. Yes. I'm Andrea. And I'm Jody. <laughs> and we went backwards to season one. Of the Yellow Jacket, of the, I almost said of the Watchers. We went back to season one of Yellow Jackets. Yeah, if you're somebody, well, I guess you'd, you figured it out by now, but we started with season two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, this time last year, I was watching season one with a wicked case of COVID. Yep. Um, and thinking, uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. I threatened to start a new podcast every week, but uh oh. I know. I know. Yeah, for those who haven't been with us since the very beginning, uh, Andrea, thank you for being here today. Yes, thank you. And Andrea got COVID last year, right after Christmas, and I recommended uh, Yellow Jackets as a good COVID watch, and uh, it all began. It's like just yeah, I, huh, this pilot. It's so good. Yeah, it's like we were we were just talking off mic about pilots in general. I think. Shows have gotten more like thoughtful and like careful about their pilots, but I just think in general we we are kind of like ah, you let a pilot like do what it needs to do, but you don't take it as seriously and you don't judge a show by its pilot, right? But Yellow Jackets came out so strong; it came out really hard, yeah. And I also think that so actually we should just set up for people what the fuck we're doing because we're not oh, doing yeah, this yeah. as like a traditional <laughs> recap episode. I right. mean, we're doing it episode by episode, but. We are assuming, this is your warning, yes. that you have watched seasons one and two at this point, yes. because we are going to be talking about each episode in the context of what we now know by the end of season two. We're not going to be like spoiler free in any, any way. Yeah, I think so, I, I'm thinking this like we're making the podcast I would want to be listening to right now while waiting for season three to right. come back. Right. And so we will go episode by episode. We will kind of be a little more freeform about it than we were with our recaps in season two because everything was new then and we were analyzing mm-hmm. everything from every angle. And I feel like we've kind of, we've done that. And so now it's about like more looking at it as a whole and thinking about what each episode was showing us and just like thinking about them, like you said, about the pilot, like in terms of how they built this TV show, because mm-hmm. I think everybody, there were... I loved season two. There were some mixed feelings about season two. Everyone who watches this show agrees that season one was incredible. Mm-hmm. Like it was just, it built really well. It was like planned super well. It was threaded through with like Easter eggs, but not like to a point where it was um, not paying off. Right. You know? So I think we just wanted to kind of go back and revisit this season, knowing what we know now. And since we never got to do a season one podcast, just exactly. kind of have that. have that experience yeah i think it's so clear from this pilot that at least for the first season the show knew exactly what it wanted to be yeah 
yeah. you can feel and it's it's the same with any show like i mean i know or i guess we know or do we know jody how much um our showrunners had planned or our show writers um who i think are the mm. same people for this show but how far into the series the show was planned when they kicked off season well, one they had said that they envisioned it as what, like a four season show or a five season show, something I like think that. That's right. And so I, I don't know for a fact any of this, but I'm going to assume that they had a loose plan beyond season one, just knowing how this is typically like season right. one is really fleshed out. They have ideas of where the characters are going to go, but all of that's like subject to change based on fan reaction and whims of writers and things like that. So I'm like I'm thinking of a show like Lost where originally it was planned to be three seasons and they said all along they knew exactly what it was going to be and where it was going. And it ended up because of the first the writer strike and and then with the the like the powers that be put who put money into the show saying no like the show's really successful it has to be more it ended up being six seasons. That's when it really went off the rails. But but uh Damon Lindelof and Carlton Hughes have always insisted that they at the very least knew what the last shot of the series would be and that that was kind of them being like like oh when we said we knew where the show was going all along what we meant was right um yeah and so that's that's what i'm curious about with with yellow jackets is how like if they if if we could sit down with them right and and swear an oath of secrecy come on our podcast (laughs) could they tell us and season three here are the major beats season four and here's where it ends um, right. as you know uh i wonder how much of that they know obviously we know for example like natalie we know natalie like the one of the biggest fan issues with the series so far has been yeah. the exit of her character mm-hmm. and they certainly weren't accounting for that because right. that was juliette lewis deciding she didn't want to be on the show anymore right, right. so that's and also, Van was supposed to be killed off. Yeah, you know, and but they we loved, loved her, her, too her so much. much. Yes, we, we loved said her too no, much. no, no. Do not take Van. <laughs> yeah. They tried to kill her what three times? Yeah, and so that is true. Like they they have a rough outline, I'm sure, but things do change constantly mm-hmm. when you're making a show like that. Of and course. so, I do think that you know. I don't think it's controversial to say that season two was a little more uneven mm-hmm. than season one, but I think you know. A second season of any show is going to be in a weird competition with the first one in a way that doesn't happen when you keep getting into later seasons. Right, right. Um, So, but it was really nice, I got to say, to revisit, like, the pilot of this show that was so clear-headed and knew exactly Mm -hmm. what it was doing and what it wanted to sound like and what it was trying to get you to feel. And it just has such a perfect tone to set it up for the rest of the first season. And I think a good... Like some proof of that is when we were just talking about how we were going to approach this recap is like realizing there's not a whole lot really that happens, especially considering how much happens Mm -hmm. in later episodes. There's not a and 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 oh, listeners later on in season two or listeners, watchers, viewers saying like the where episodes where not much happened. Remember how that was a complaint a lot of the times? Yeah. Plot wise, not a lot not, happens. Not a lot happens. This There's a lot of setup in this episode. So much, which you know, it's the job of the pilot. But right. it's like this isn't a show that really has been so plot heavy every right. single episode. 
Well, and I think that it's funny because it is the goal of a pilot to do this kind of setup. Mm-hmm. It never felt that way to me, though, watching yeah. it. It didn't feel yeah. like it was like, here is this person and here is this exactly. person. It did feel like it had things happening in it. Yeah. It's just that we are so used to the ratcheting up that happened later on that this mm-hmm. feels like not a lot. But like, mm-hmm. this did a lot of work. But it only felt like not a lot to me when I went through and was actually writing it out and then talking to you and being like, oh, here's what happens in 96. Yeah. And then having to be like, oh, hmm. like in terms yeah. of plot, it's like a broken leg. Yeah. And a plane crash yeah. and a party. And a party. Yeah. <laughs> like that's kind of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that is sort of the delicate balance of a pilot that they really pulled off. Mm-hmm. So I think one of the things we said we were going to do was just do a quick recap of like what happened in each timeline and then just kind of go from there and think about what they're setting up here, what we reacted to this time around looking back. Like, because I know that for you, you didn't watch it quite as many times as I did originally. Um, And and the first, I watched it once with COVID mm -hmm. and then I watched, I don't even know that I watched, I have probably watched every episode of season one again since then. Right. But I didn't do it systematically Mm -hmm. because the way I did season two, I've watched every episode probably three times. Yeah. um, As we were working, you know, through for the, for the podcast. And that'll probably happen again now. I did watch it. I watched the pilot twice this week. I watched it once Mm. when I was texting, when I was texting you about it to get ready. And then I watched it again last night. Mm -hmm. Um, just to yeah it's so fun to watch it after (laughs) i i would i'd like to thank last year's version of me for all the notes i took because i was able to just (laughs) i color-coded shit like Uh i was able to just watch it and in doing so notice like kind of pulled back and notice it as a whole and the the things that really stood out to me were a little bit different when I wasn't analyzing it or like writing down a million notes for a podcast. Mm -hmm. That was cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. I found the article I was looking for. So Ashley said the original plan was about five seasons. Um, They don't see it as more than a five season show. Oh wait, here, this is actually, so I'm just, I'm going back a little bit because I found what I was looking for. But when you were talking about how much do they have planned Mm -hmm. across the number of seasons that they were thinking about, Um, Ashley Lyle said, um, uh, where is the part I was looking for? So far we've been really on track. Season two is largely what we always planned, but you do make a lot of discoveries along the way. Mm -hmm. And so it's always a little bit surprising. Mm -hmm. Um, and then Bart said, um, in terms of some of the major places that we wanted to land and remove the story to that is happening, but a lot of the dynamics and what it means to the characters is different than I necessarily thought they would be. Some of the major signposts are still happening. They're just happening in different ways, which I feel is perfect for keeping the experience alive and vital on our side. We take a lot of excitement from the discovery portion. So to answer the question that you asked, that is where they're kind of at with it. So that answers the earlier question of, how much ahead are they mm-hmm. thinking? They have signposts. They have places they want to land, but the character development is kind of, which which tracks with Van still being alive, with Lottie totally right. kind of like evolving as a character in a way that was really unexpected. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to get that because that's from a recent article from like two weeks ago when they were talking oh, wow. about season three being in development. Fascinating. Yeah. I was, was about to say, I wonder what they'd say now knowing about Natalie being gone. I was thinking this was like a getting ready for season no, two. No, this was like an update. Yeah, this was a to know. mid-December. They kind of 
updated the press about like the fact that they're in development, they're working on it and did a little bit of like interviews and things like that. Actually, just to, I hadn't read this article. I just pulled it up because that's what I was Mm -hmm. looking for. But Karen Kusama, who is one of the producers and has directed many of the episodes, um, this is not from the recent interview, but it says previously teased what's coming saying, I've been so excited by this. The concept of that immediate aftermath of reentry to the world to me, there's a whole season worth of material there. Um, and the fact that this is such a long game that each of these characters is facing in terms of reorienting themselves to whatever normalcy is supposed to be. I'm sure we're going to learn that their normal is a lot different than our normal. There's a lot that needs to be figured out between season two and season three. All right. So let's just kind of do a, a like little recap of the episode and just see where it takes us. Because I do think that there's lots of little tangents that I think that we'll end up going off on. One of which is, I don't want to talk about it right now. I was going to bring up the music again. I'm just amazed at how great the music was in the, in the pilot. It's yeah. We'll talk it's, about it, but yeah. they went so hard. So hard. Okay. Even just like the diegetic <laughs> stuff. Like I know you just said, we'll talk about it, but like <sighs> Sean is listening to Liz fair uh-huh. in the car. And uh-huh. then, and Jackie. when Jackie turns, <laughs> switches it to informer, informer, like that's everything you need to know about the nineties. I know <laughs> it's just that little moment. Anyway. And the two of their personalities. Exactly. It's just yeah. perfect. Everything yeah. about it. Everything. They're, they're not just the song choices, yeah. but how they, Jackie being like, oh, were you listening to that? Knowing full well that Shauna was and knowing that she's being kind of an asshole about it and knowing that yeah. she's kind of, anyway, okay. Whew. I know. <laughs> this is the All best right, let's, show. Let's, I know. The music really, really helps too. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. So. Iconic opening. Iconic opening. This, Already. The fact that I got past this first episode is just a tribute to the charm of this show because Uh there was enough in it that I could get past how disgusting the first scene is. And like, you know, it's not disgusting in the beginning. We just see a girl running in the woods and like animal noises and crosses with bones and things, (laughs) talismans. It's such a perfect setup. It's like, it's a wonder you made it past that first scene and it is so perfectly my it's like especially now that we've watched Blair Witch Project it's so witchy it's so Blair Witchy it is and in that way of like there's like talismans and stuff but we know now they're talismans made by teenage girls in the woods who just watched the craft who just watched the craft yeah you know yeah it is very okay so now that we've done all these movies the Blair Witch and the Craft influence on this is like, totally. especially in this first scene, is so blatant. Mm-hmm. All the little like twigs tied together mm-hmm. and like, yeah, oh. nothing, nothing spookier than a bundle of sticks for nope. some reason. No, nope. still works. Scary fucking sticks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we open in the woods. The uh, the girl to be known as Pit Girl going forward. Do we want to? Sp- I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. That's a joke. It's Callie. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. This is not. This is not what we're doing. Um, but yeah, she runs through the woods. She gets over to the top of the pit, falls in. I think we had an argument about whether this was a tiger pit at it's, one point. I mean, the argument was: Did I? 
did you think that I thought there were tigers <laughs> in the Canadian wilderness? Right. I think that's just what we call those pits. Right, right, right. Which is a, tr- a turn of phrase I had never heard before. Uh, Tiger pit. But anyway, she falls into the pit, impaled. This is because I grew up obsessed with wilderness survival tales and you apparently did not. Mm. And that, that makes sense that, you know. Right. I have a vocabulary already yeah. for this show that... Uh, Maybe yeah, it was no, also my favorite available for you. My favorite book growing up was about two young kids who uh, discovered an abandoned Victorian lake community <laughs> in the woods, and it's uh, your closest survival tale. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. And and I watched a lot of Little House on the Prairie. So, uh-huh. so yeah, civilized exactly. survival, not fighting tigers. Civilized. <laughs> This is North and South Jersey at, at its best. Civilized yeah. survival is how yeah. you people got by up there. Cute survival and, with like cast iron pots and, and like floral prints. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Very cottage core. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not here digging tiger pits. Not tiger pits. No. No. But so, yeah, we, we're, we open with a really rough scene. She falls mm-hmm. in. She's impaled. They drag her out. We see the infamous necklace. They string her up. You know, and then we throughout the I think throughout the episode, we do get little flashbacks to them, um, like, quote unquote, preparing her. Yeah, that's all we get of the wilderness. And we'll talk more about it um, toward the end. But but that was another thing that was a little surprising to me. And I know we're talking about this like we watched it 10 years ago and it's only been a year. Yeah, but a lot happened in the last year. Yeah. And it's a little it was a little surprising to me how little of the wilderness we got in that first episode. I forgot that the plane doesn't actually fully go down in episode one. Yeah. Yep. But then I remembered because the intro, the opening of episode two is one of the most iconic uses of a song in any TV show ever. <laughs> oh, that's right. Which is coming down the mountain as they're crashing. Mm-hmm. Which we'll talk about next week. I but can't yeah. wait. Yeah. 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 But I forgot totally. until watching this that we didn't actually see the plane mm-hmm. fully crash in episode one. I, for some reason, had thought that we also saw the scene with the axe and coach but we don't mm-hmm. that's next episode so yeah so mostly what we see in the woods is just the basically like a flash back flash forward yeah because like, we know now it's that's towards the end her. yeah 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 because just to recap for those people that aren't as fully in the weeds as we are but like they're there for 19 months and mm-hmm. so we are currently in end of season two in the first winter and so we kind of assume due to the elaborate outfits and get up they're in and the number of people left that this is probably that opening scene is probably from the second winter, which is very close to what probably when they're rescued. Right. So, but yeah, that's, that's all we get. Um, we got a, we get a lot of great Jersey though in the 96 like, part, especially. Like, uh-huh. Uh, I've, I mean, I know we've gone back and forth. These are Monmouth County girls, 100%. Right? Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so that opening, we see the soccer game to start where they go to champs, right? Like, mm-hmm. we see Jackie head the ball into the goal, everybody hugs, and then we get the opening montage to Today by Smashing Pumpkins, <laughs> which is when I knew that I was going to overlook every bit of gore in this show right. to stick with it because we get all these little scenes of Jersey. It's very Sopranos. In the, like, montage? Yeah, even I know that. I will say one quick thing that I noticed Mm -hmm. um, about this, like, qualifying game for Nationals is it's Ty, the whole thing is Shauna trying to get Ty to pass her the ball. Ty Mm. won't. 
Ty tries to make that goal and she gets it with an assist from Jackie, a headshot. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it's like, even, true. even just that little bit there. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. Like, I do think what they're doing in this first episode really sort of subtly is setting up relationships between Mm -hmm. them and how they're going to evolve because Ty and Shauna is one of the most interesting relationships in this show and how it changes throughout Mm -hmm. time and how they like are confidants. There's like the abortion scene later. There's all this stuff that happens between them. But in the beginning, they really don't seem to like each other. No, no. Like almost at all. I mean, like I think there's respect there, but they don't seem to really get along. Yeah. And most of them talking to each other is like um, Ty calling Sean out for being drunk at the party. Shauna calls Ty a sociopath in this first episode. Yeah, like, they're really sniping at each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so then we get the the beautiful Jersey skyline, the Garden State Parkway sign. Mm-hmm. We see Parkway Lanes, Asbury Park. Oh, it's beautiful. We get the boardwalk. It's so beautiful. It's so nice. I love it so much. It really, when I saw that, I was like, ooh, this is Sopranos, but, like, but like teen girl in the nineties, teen, teen, teen Sopranos. Yeah, it's like yeah. Muppet Babies, but <laughs> but that montage really kind of pulled me in. And also, I mean, to start with, like Smashing Pumpkins, it's so perfect of that time. It's yeah, this does so much so fast. Yeah, and even if you're not from Jersey, it's just really great scene setting. Like I feel yeah. like you really you understand these girls and what kind where they're from and yeah and you also get a sense of you know the landscape and the variety of the landscape like the fact yes. that they're near the shore that they're like in this sort of cookie cutter suburban area but mm-hmm. with like big new jersey houses like you get a sense of the wealth disparity you see the cuz you see i think it's the elizabeth like newark area also coming mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. so you do get a sense of if you're looking carefully anyway, like like right. we are, you do get a sense of the wide economic disparity in New Jersey that is also emphasized throughout this episode. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly right. So much. You you already, again, I, I don't know why I always feel the need to, to confess this, but you already mentioned off mic, and I'm sure we will talk about it plenty, not just in this episode, but moving forward about all of the kind of like class dynamics that are set up. In yeah. this pilot that yeah. that and we've talked about this before and I know it's true everywhere but it's so prevalent and it's such a we just need a button that's like New Jersey is a very <laughs> densely populated place where people who have no money and people have a lot of money are butted up right next to each other to a degree that is yeah. more significant and more um like more effect affecting is I don't know if that's really the word I want but like you're so yes, aware the, of it because it's so yeah, close exactly exactly and you see that played out so well in this pilot whenever specifically when everybody's leaving for nationals which we'll get to yeah. shortly yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but but the, it's already set up just in this beautiful montage yeah and even in the next section like because the next section is the <laughs> this is where i was like oh this show is also going to be funny because mm-hmm. you know you've got uh, the Jackie Jeff makeout scene, mm-hmm. which I still teenage boy. He at the very least he has is, no idea, 
But he's, but it's again, it's 1996. He's like 17 years old. Yeah. And he is at least, he's doing a terrible job, but he is trying. He's trying so hard. He really is. Well, maybe not that hard, but he's trying. (laughs) He's trying and he seems like he does. So he, he thinks he gets her off and then he's like, okay, Mm -hmm. my turn. But he, it, he just seems so excited about all of it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's actually quite sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and he's the one who says, I love you first. Yeah. Like he. Yeah. And we see her sort of exasperation with him a lot in the, mm-hmm. in this scene. She's like, okay. And yeah. I just, oh, Jeff. Like, I know. It also made me realize, like, she's very defensive about her relationship with him later on, but it really doesn't seem like she's that into him no, as I a don't person. So. Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> she's just kind I of think... like, this is my boyfriend. Yeah. You know? Yeah. This is where we see that. Um, he climbs out her window afterwards and then we see Shauna in the car and the size of Shauna's tiny ass car, her little Toyota Celica or whatever the uh-huh. fuck that is in front of Jackie's parents, like mansion yeah, is pretty stark. I noticed it mm-hmm. more on this watch, how small her car is in comparison <laughs> and how old mm-hmm. in comparison to the house. Yeah. You know what? I get, huh. it's funny that Jackie doesn't have. A car of it's probably a strictness thing yeah i think because, we're, it's implied that her parents are super strict right um and maybe that's why she doesn't have a car of her own because it and, and she's yeah. got shauna she's got right. shauna to drive her around jackie doesn't need a car she's got a chauffeur mm-hmm. yeah because in my town the kids that had those types of houses their parents gave them their used mercedes right right exactly. when they upgraded to a new car or their exactly. old bmw oh and then oh that's when we learned too that Jackie and Shauna are apparently going to be going to Rutgers together. Right. Yeah. Um, that's where I really like, I go back and forth with Jackie, but I, or maybe I don't. I like Jackie. I like Jackie. She's a, kind of an asshole in a way that I really like when she's like freaking out because she sees that sign yeah. about the boys when the girls yeah. go to nationals and she's like honking Shauna's horn. And Yeah. No, I, I think we're, we've talked about this a little bit in season two, but I think we are set up to not like Jackie because she's the popular girl with the, mm. um, maybe questionable, uh, like insight into other people. Right. You know, she's very self-involved, but she's also like, as we find out later, like the one of them that has like the most of a conscience, yeah. you know, that's not a she, sentence, but you know what I mean? Yeah. She just <laughs> feels very real to me. Yeah. And and I think a lot of it, you know, it's not totally her fault. She's obviously coddled. She comes yes. from like some level of money. Like she's not, yeah. It's it's not an excuse, but just like all of her stuff where she's like, oh, I've picked out a theme for our room at mm-hmm. Rutgers, and as we know, Shauna has Got just been accepted to Brown. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Do you think Shauna would have ended up going to Rutgers with Jackie though? Oof. Um, no, because Shauna is ultimately selfish. It's interesting. Yeah, I wonder to what degree. Even at that age, I think she had enough of a selfish streak that came like, out in the woods. Huh. I, well, I, 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 I'm not sure. Because I also think Shauna would like to be able to blame Jackie forever. And if she goes to Rutgers, she can. And, and as maybe we'll talk about, I think this watch through, I think Shauna... It oh, she's definitely in love with Jackie. Is more in love with Jackie than I thought maybe she was. Because if you listen to our season one recap, and we've talked about it a little bit, I think I thought the first time through, or I, I think I wanted to think yeah. that 
and this is not anti-queer of me as a queer person to say what I'm about to say. <laughs> I think I wanted to think like, oh, she just had like had like complicated feelings about her friend and they had a very close relationship and right. blah, 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 blah. But she's uh, she's definitely in love with with oh, Jackie. Yeah. And I just and but also is kind of and because of that, maybe is also really resentful of Jackie. Yeah. And I could see Shauna following her to Rutgers being miserable the whole time. And you know what I mean? And getting to then blame Jackie forever. I do totally get it. I just like disagree. She did end up wearing the boob dress. I know. I know. And I, she threw I, a big fit about it. <laughs> yeah. You've got good points. I acknowledge that. But you think this is where her line is drawn. I do. I think that she is like, we see her put herself first over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. She's sleeping with her best friend's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Right. Because she wants to. Right. Because but it makes so much of fe- it is in secret. So much of what yeah. Shauna does of putting herself first. I'm not disagreeing. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. I think we're both right. I think we're yeah. we're, we're both right. We're we're making arguments that can be both can be supported by the text, and in yeah. that way, I think we're both right. Yeah. Um, but it's just like everything Shauna does, where she puts herself first, I think is in secret. Like even up through, what's her idiot boyfriend's name that she kills? Adam. Adam. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Adam Martin. Yeah. Like Martinez question? <laughs> uh, no, we're not doing it. We're um, not doing it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. she's she's very good at like even like every Shauna. So much of her life is in secret because even like the killing of the rabbit in twenty twenty one, and then secretly making the, it. Into oh, dinner. that doesn't happen in this episode. No, it doesn't. That's later. That's well, she funny. does kill the rabbit in this episode, yeah. but we don't see her she serve it to her family. <laughs> yeah. She's been on a chicken kick. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. No, I so, totally see your argument. But how much of that is because of what ends up happening in the woods, right? Maybe she would have been a little more. Yeah. I just think that she's ambitious. Mm-hmm. And so, like, she wanted Jeff. She's clearly going after Jeff. Jeff did not necessarily initiate this. Like, he may be fully in. He clearly mm-hmm. wants to be doing this, but it just seems like. But he even tries to take her home first later. Yeah. Like he's. Yeah. Poor, poor Jeff. Poor Jeff. He really is just helpless, but trying his best, you know? Yeah. yeah. All along for the last 30 years of his life or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I don't know. In my mind, if they don't crash, she goes to Brown Jackie is shocked and hurt that she doesn't want her to go to Rutgers with her. And Shauna, like, moves on and finds the next Jackie yeah. at, at Brown, who's, like, mm-hmm. you know, bubbly and sweet and friendly and becomes her sidekick. Yeah. I don't know. So then we meet Natalie and her her little troublemaker friends, Kevin, and the one who I thought was Randy. I did, too. But... All along. Because he has a very Randy vibe. Randy is his rising sign, mm-hmm. <laughs> going with the, the metaphor that we've yeah. been using. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite moments in the first episode is when he, they yell, show us your tits. And he's like, oh, if you really want me to. <laughs> I knew that kid. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I knew both of those kids. They were my this, friends. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, I I'm not with them. I'm not Natalie, but, like, this was also my crew. Yeah. For sure. That's, like... That was Tim and Scott and Chris, and we hung out behind the cafeterias and smoked cigarettes. Like those are my those are my guys. I knew these guys. Um, 
they're they're so likable and Ugh. obviously we know kevin plays a much kevin tan plays a yeah. much bigger role and now in season two he's the uh the, the cop that natalie mm-hmm. reconnects with um yeah but in this scene it's just the three of them elijah wood isn't it amazing to know watching this episode that Elijah, that Elijah Wood shows Wood up later <laughs> and yes. kills that young boy hanging Aww. out behind the. He poisons right. him. He, he feeds him poison hot chocolate. I forgot. Yeah. Oh, Kevin. Kevin. In, his, in his Marilyn Manson t shirt. He's perfect. Yeah. God, I would have been so in love with him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the other And then guy I would have found pager. out he grew up to be a cop. <laughs> Tell me that is not the most fucking Jersey oh, experience of your but... life. <laughs> Truly. Like, I, this happened to me. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> One of the guys that I hung out with in high school, or not in high school, in junior high, who was like a metalhead. I had a huge crush on him. Like, he turned into a cop. Yeah. My 20-year reunion is this year. Oh, wow. And there's a Facebook group. Um, mm-hmm. And if you're somebody I went to high school with and you're listening for some reason, I did join the reunion group. I'm not going to the reunion. <laughs> but I am obsessively reading all of your posts and just (laughs) boy have i caught up on so many of you and a handful of the the kids i grew up with are cops now yeah interesting well and the difference is like i went to we've nobody cares i went to a like (laughs) i lived in a lower income part of jersey and then a Mm -hmm. higher income part of jersey and the lower income part of jersey those guys became cops the higher income part of jersey those guys were stoners and they became insurance salesmen right that makes sense we then get the locker room scene with them singing Shoop, which is just so cute and so yeah. corny and cheesy and cringy. And they just, they don't know what's coming. This is where you really see, I, I, I said to you, and I wonder as we watch, like, Shauna in Jersey, Shauna in the wilderness, not really that different. Like, her character progression makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I think that's true for Natalie. Mm-hmm. I think that's true... I think that's true for a lot of them. Lottie mm-hmm. feels so different. Yeah. And we know there's like part of it is she's unmedicated in the woods, blah, blah, blah. Right. But like her, it 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 feels almost like a different character just well, from the second they crash down. Yeah. It's so funny because thinking about this in terms of what we were talking about in the beginning about their planning for this season mm-hmm. or for the whole show, actually, Van and Lottie both feel very flattened in this first mm-hmm. episode. They feel mm-hmm. like just avatars of a type of character. Right. Like we get a little bit of their personalities and we get a little backstory. We see Van smacking her mother. We mm-hmm. see Lottie in the empty dining room. But we don't see their personalities come out that much. And they could, in that first episode, you could see them going a number of different ways. And you can kind right. of see how they were like, oh, Van's not going to be a part of this later on. Yeah, it's not surprising to when when we learn later that they hadn't planned for Van to make it to 2021. Right. It I'm curious about what their plan was for for Lottie. Lottie. It, yeah. It feels to me just in general this pilot notwithstanding and maybe I'll I'll think differently as we get into later episodes in season 1. But just thinking what we know about season 1 and 2, it seems almost impossible to me that they wouldn't have been planning for Lottie to be around in 2021. Yeah. Although they hadn't cast anyone. Right. Right. It's, it's interesting. I but do like think who the, the f- 
But yeah. remember, like, who the fuck is Lottie Matthews? Mm-hmm. That's right. season one. That's true. You're totally right. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. I do think, though, that I feel, and this is based on nothing but just having watched this show and intuition, but I do think that they weren't quite sure how, when they were making season one how important Lottie right. was going to be right. in season two. Maybe they were. Maybe they were. But, like, it just not, feels but like... Also- Knowing, go ahead. No, I was just going to say it feels like Lottie, at least in the beginning of season one, was sort of a blank slate that they were waiting to kind of fill in as they Mm -hmm. went. And it's interesting knowing, I hate to keep going back to this, but knowing that Juliette Lewis decided that she didn't want to be part of the show after season two, but that Bart and Ashley were not necessarily prepared for, for that uh, Natalie's exit from the show is so intertwined with Lottie and Lottie's cult yeah. that I wonder if maybe that ended up having to be a bigger thing mm. because they needed something Some to way make to, sense for Natalie. Right. Some way to make that plot point happen. Right. Which they couldn't have been anticipating or which they weren't anticipating when they were first writing Lottie. Right. So maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely noticed that though, that both Van and Lottie feel if not different from what they turned into a little more blank, mm-hmm. like a little more open for interpretation going forward types mm-hmm. of people. I do. I do love her outfit though. It's her fuzzy so sweater. It's like, they kind of like everybody has to be a, some sort of archetype here yes. and she's clueless. <laughs> like she's, yeah. she's from that. Yeah, and uh, Shauna's a throwback to, like, Reality Bites. Jackie's, mm-hmm. like, the popular girl in all of mm-hmm. the teen movies. They all have, like, you know, Nat's the burnout. We've talked about mm-hmm. this, but they all do have their, like, almost breakfast club or whatever yeah. archetypes going in. Uh, breakfast. Breakfast club. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what time it was when they ate Jackie. I think it was dark out. It was dark out, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, although it could have been very, very early in the morning. We don't know. They woke <laughs> up a- and the snow was falling. That's a good point. She was slow cooked. Yes. So it might have been an all night thing. Yeah. Early breakfast. <laughs> um, gross. Uh, so. Uh, Jackie. Yeah. We get the, the like little bit of Allie before we kind of lose teen Allie forever. Mm-hmm. She's so annoying. I. The... Although we'll teen get... Allie and, and grown up Allie are so weird. Like they're just they don't connect in my brain. Well, part of it is that one of them has... A Long Island accent. (laughs) The craziest accent you've ever heard in your life. Yeah. Maybe she moved. Maybe when she... When her leg exploded... She moved to Long Island. Yeah. Yeah. And now she's back. She ended up in, like, Babylon or Ronkonkoma or... (laughs) Right. You know, Huntington. That would would explain it. Yeah. It would. Yeah, because, you know, I mean, like, if you move somewhere in your late teens, early 20s... And you live there for 10 plus years. Yeah. 20 years. The accent up. Yeah. Sure. I mean, I don't sound like Bergen County anymore, I don't think. Well, occasionally I do. (laughs) But (laughs) yeah. Um, So we get the pep rally scene. We we see Misty. Um, We get that speech from Coach, though. Oh, about how Jackie has influence. Yeah. Because it's a trick. It's a dirty trick. They're setting us up to think that Jackie is going to, like, be a leader in the wilderness. Right. 
Um, and it turns that's out a, she does not have the influence that no, they think that's, she does. That's one of the scenes that makes me really like Jackie because she's like, he's like, you know, I made you captain. Like, yeah. Ty's got better footwork or Shauna's, Shauna's faster or right. whatever's got better, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. She's like, is, is this, this a pep, pep talk? talk? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I did like her in this scene. And I do think that we're being set up to think, to kind of misdirect what we yeah, think he is says happen. when things get tough out there, meaning mm. on the field, but mm-hmm, yeah. these girls are going to need someone to guide them. Can you handle that? Right. And she can't. Right. Yeah. She cannot. Um, I also love the the run out to Good Vibrations by Marky Mark. <laughs> the music in this episode, man, I, I can't stop yeah. thinking about how well they did with like hitting those various points. It is in that scene where um, Shauna and Jackie give each other the most lovelorn look. I've it. They're it's mostly coming from Shauna them. in that scene, though. It's mostly coming from Shauna in that scene, but Jackie, uh, I don't know. Jackie don't know. knows that Shauna's in love with her at the very least. Yes, yeah, I think that's that's true. Yeah, and I think you can see that there. And I think you said this before we started officially recording, but basically. The setup of Shauna and Jackie, at least in the beginning, is that Jackie is the popular girl who's dating the wrong boy, and Shauna is the boy next door slash girl next door who's in love with her. Right, exactly. Yeah. It's just such a... It's so much clearer now looking at it mm-hmm. after seeing two seasons that, like... Right. Because we did, we did have this conversation about the complicated nature of female friendship, mm-hmm. but Shauna's in love with Jackie. Yeah. She also hates think, her. Yeah. But she's it's, again, the complicated nature yeah. of female friendship. Yeah. But also, yeah. I think that's, it's so, it's so clear in a way that, like, I just, I always want to, like, push back on the easy reading of something like that. But it's, and, and I think that's probably what I was doing last mm-hmm. year. But it's, like, it's so obvious. Yeah. It's so obvious. And I wonder if the show wanted us to be thinking that maybe... Like, oh, if we get Jackie and Shauna out into the wilderness, Mm-mm. you know, yeah. where they can be free, maybe they will fall in love. Right. But right. That's not that's not Jackie and Shauna's story. No. And Shauna has more of the hate in there, I think, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. than we are being led to believe in the beginning. Although we do see her kind of getting frustrated with Jackie really early mm-hmm. when Jackie's trying to convince her to wear the red dress. and The boob dress. The boob dress. And she does wear it. But... Yep. Reluctantly. Um, Yeah. And so we also see the conversation about freezing out, quote unquote, freezing out, uh, uh, Allie, before we find out that Ty is going to just take her out instead. We get a lot of good character development here because Natalie is not only does Natalie not want to do it. Natalie's pissed. She like won't even. Yeah. Yeah. We also. Okay. We just we know how strong Natalie's like moral compass is, especially yeah. when she's younger. As an adult, too, she's got a lot of stuff in the way of it. I think in her adult years, also her sense but, of justice. Yeah, she's is... probably maybe she's a Libra. <laughs> like she feels, feels very strongly that things need to be fair mm-hmm. and just. Totally. Yeah, and and I think like you see that there. Somebody says. Um, there's a, a line, oh, I don't know who says it, but I wrote down one of them saying, like, well, everything works until it doesn't, mm. which is such a, like, good, like, this, like, just thinking of them in the woods with the, like, kind of, like, social breakdown. Yeah. And Shauna here, too. This is one of the moments where Ty and Shauna, because 
Ty proposes whatever, and Shauna says, Jackie's not going to like it. Right. And then Ty says, well, we probably probably shouldn't tell her. Yep. And Shauna, again, is... Shauna's kind of the only one who's actively on board with it, as long as it can be a secret from... From Jackie. Jackie. I think we're also kind of seeing this fight for leadership, Mm -hmm. right? Like, we've got Mm -hmm. Jackie as the, like the anointed leader by the adults, but then we see the real leadership is actually kind of fighting back and forth between like Nat, Ty and Shauna. Totally. That's very interesting. Yeah. So then we get the, the fatal blow to Allie's leg. Yeah. Gross. I had to put my hand up again. I can't watch that shit. It's really, no bones protruding for me. Thank you very much. Yeah. Compound fracture is a big fear of mine. Um, We also get, and this is such a little thing, but it's a little thing that we've been speculating about all the way through. And it's the first mention of it. Um, It's our dear sweet coach. Ben is the one running uh, practice Mm -hmm. because coach Martinez had to take care of a quote family thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I also noticed later on in this episode when they're getting ready to leave again, I clocked the whole like relationship between coach and his wife looking super strained and Travis looking upset, like something happened there. Um, I wonder if Travis wasn't, do we know is, was Travis even supposed to, was he supposed to be there today? (laughs) Thank you. My brain totally went offline. Totally. The second I started (laughs) to say that supposed to be there today. Like, I wonder if there, whatever happened between Coach and his wife also led to the kids having to go with him. Maybe. Yeah. I wondered that too. Yeah. Um, We we just don't know. Yeah. I I wonder if they're going to get to that because I do kind of feel like that whole storyline fell by the wayside in season two. Nobody seems to care like about the coach and his family, but I do wonder, but like. It's related to Travis and Javi and all of that. Well, yeah, it's what I think happened is. Coach Martinez found out that his wife had another child, which for some reason <laughs> his last name is Martin because uh-huh. yeah, it's no. like Martinez. We're not doing that. You know how like when nope. you have a kid out of wedlock nope. that your husband doesn't know about, he has and I'm like, yeah, uh, you alter the name by two letters by two letters. Uh-huh. That's a, such you know a classic how? thing that everybody does. It totally happens. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. so maybe that's why. Yeah. No, and I don't they, think so. they just found out. Yeah. No. Um, possibility we'll sure. just i'm gonna put a pin in that one okay i think probably maybe he was cheating on her i that's probably more oh and then maybe he got somebody pregnant <laughs> that makes more sense you're right you're so right i was not and then saying the woman, that he got Martin. pregnant she thought for some reason maybe he gave her a fake name and she thought his last name was i'm seeing Martin. the red string yeah it all makes sense mm-hmm. yeah no i think that i think one of the things we may have to accept is that they're going to let the Adam Martin thing go. Yeah. We're just kind not of, going to know. I kind of hope they do. Except, well, let's wait. Let's wait because... The yeah, we've got a lot to talk about with Adam with, later. With Javi's illustrations, this episode yeah. cannot be... Also, how hilarious. Remember when we first started, I made the promise that our episodes would never be as long as the episodes of the show itself? That promise never materialized. We're an hour not in. Not one time. Not We're one an time. hour in. I know. I know. <laughs> Okay. Apparently we don't have a problem filling time. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So we see Um, the leg break. And this is our first reel. Well, we see Misty before that at the pep rally, like you said. But this is where we, Misty really shines. Well, she's trying to run in and do her babysitter's training. (laughs) And uh, nobody wants her to do it in this case. No, of course not. Little do they know how useful she can be. That's right. She's going to show them. 
Ben is like, uh, he says, uh, this is such another little thing, but it jumps out every time. He says, there's a phone in Bill's office. And she mm. says, you mean Coach Martinez? Because teachers don't have first names. Right. Yes. He's like, yeah. I, maybe they were having an affair. Oh, Ben could do so much better than Coach Martinez. And he was, as we find out later. So, Oh, Ben. I know. Um, Wait, guess- he's still alive? As far as we know. In in 96, yeah. Yeah, because he's burned down the cabin and mm-hmm. is hiding in the woods, probably in that cave that But we've never him. seen him in 2021. That's a good point. Well, no, he's, if you watch the episode um, <laughs> where they go to the cult, you know, to the retreat and are they you, show are the you crowd. Playing, are you playing the personification of Reddit in this episode? <laughs> yeah, there is one guy who it looks like he maybe only has one leg. He's got a big beard. Yeah, yeah, So it'd yeah. be hard to tell. That's probably Ben. Uh-huh. Okay. I mean, it makes sense that he would have followed Lottie once they got back. I, I, I think that's probably Ben. You How are many... that always sunny meme right now. <laughs> like, I just see it behind you, all of the... I know I'm talking shit, but I need our listeners... If you found us through Reddit, which I know a lot of our listeners did, yeah. I need you to know I am one of you. Oh, Off yeah. mic. Off mic, I'm 100%. one of you. 100%. And I just please remember I was obsessed with Lost. Oh gosh. I was Lost's number one fan. I like the series finale. So wow. I'm here. I'm here with Brave. you people. Ben is that guy at the cult, Adam yeah. Martinez or Adam Martin. Hmm, see? Ooh, what Ooh. a slip. Anyway, where yeah. were we? Yes. No, I, I do think that the people that found us from Reddit probably know that we are them and that mm-hmm. we greatly love need and respect all of their takes because we also are looking at what color someone's shirt was and (laughs) you know and who's wearing what necklace and what chuck taylor's and exactly yeah exactly um so yeah we've got the prep for the party which we kind of talked about already where they have the dress conversation Mm um jackie sort of tries to what do you think is going on with that conversation where Jackie says like, oh, Randy wanted to know if you're going to be at the party. So I think that is classic popular girl. That's mean girls, right? It's classic mean girls, classic popular girl trying to set up her less popular friend with the less popular guy. Oh, do you think she was? I thought it was popular girl can't help but be mean to people, even their best Mm. friend. Because it's like that. she knows, first of all, that Sean is not interested in Randy. Second of all, that Randy is Randy. terrible. Yeah. yeah. He does, does dedicate, dedicate that to you, sexy lady. I love Randy. I love Randy. But yeah, no, but I you. so my read on it was less the mean part and more the completely blind to her pretty girl privilege with her pretty boy boyfriend and like just kind of being like well why wouldn't you want to date randy you're like randy that's so you know that's funny too i really was like oh this is when i decided i was like jackie knows that shauna is in love with her to some degree or has feelings for her and can't help but be a little mean see i think this is where my later understanding of jackie has colored the way I view this because I think mm-hmm. I probably thought that originally, but now I have this rosier view of Jackie as like uh-huh. the one pure soul that didn't like go nuts and 
take out everyone else in the but woods. But is it because in, in the way that like Shauna doesn't change that much because she's already dark and kind of mean and selfish to begin with. Jackie was able to stay Jackie because she already had let some of her meanness. She was already letting a little bit of her poison out before the island. It's possible. The island. The island. Yeah, I know. It happens. <laughs> I think it's possible. But I also think that in that scene, I read it more as actual innocence to what she was doing. Right. Which is like, still not great. No. Because you're, you're also so right that she's like, obviously, Randy is the less popular, less cool one. Friend and of, you also yeah. are the less I think popular. It's, also, less, it's, it's very like a, social. Like, yeah. Hierarchy. Yeah. It's also selfish in that Jeff and Randy are best friends. And so, oh, that's such it's a good point. kind of like, of well, why Jackie wouldn't would... I want my best friends, to, my best friend to date my boyfriend's best friend so that we could all hang out together all How the time? How convenient for yeah. all of us. Yeah. Oh, you're so right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it would make sense for her if right. Randy and Shauna got together because then her social circle would just be easier. Right. Yeah. Makes, yeah. Um, I also just want to shout out Shauna's room. I, we don't have to, we've talked about it before. We don't have to talk about it again. But like, it's so she's so ugh, like grunge chick, Nirvana she, poster, blind melon. The, like, and and she's like her room is in their attic. Yeah. So she's got the like this eaves. For some reason, even that screams like nineties yeah. alt like grunge yeah. teen to me. Yep. <laughs> like, yep. It could have been a basement. Mm-hmm. They probably made it an attic because it had better light. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. It's just perfect. Yeah. Um, Remember when you tried to become Catholic? <laughs> I like the saints. They were so, so tragic. tragic. Yeah. That's that's also very um, witchy girl. The like connection between like Catholicism, the saints, and witches is like yeah. not that far of it's a jump. It's all the same. Yeah. It's all the same. It's a continuum. Absolutely. And we're at a party in the woods. I love this party. This is this is high school. It's this is Jersey a, high school. It's such a good high school party. Um, ju- uh, let's so a couple of things for the party that we again see Jackie set up to be the leader because mm-hmm. everybody starts bickering about Allie. This is when um, Ty says someone needs to take Shauna's drug ass home. Shauna calls Ty a sociopath, and that's when Jackie, I think, probably encouraged by the conversation she just had with Coach yeah. Martinez, calls all the girls in, makes them all say something nice about each other. My favorite moment <laughs> that I noticed this time is before they go off, um, Van refills her cup first. <laughs> so do you know why this is important? No. Do you know why this is important? Okay, it's not no. a conspiracy thing. It is a show lore thing. So I read that. Um, that moment was an improv and it's one of the reasons they really fell in love with Van and were like, this person has to stay. We're keeping live. We're keeping live. And so like, that is part of the show lore is that moment is important. So we also have one of my favorite Nat lines ever when she says to Lottie, I like your pilgrim hat. And I like your pilgrim hat. Oh, and also when Laura Lee goes around and starts saying to everyone, you are beautiful in the eyes of the Lord. Lord. I love Laura Lee. I miss yeah, her. She's she such a really pure soul. Hair. She does have very shiny hair. Uh, That's a very 90s girl haircut, by the way. Yeah. That like blonde bob, straight, thin, no bangs, mm-hmm. no nothing, just like shoulder length. That's a very soccer player 90s haircut, too. I'm thinking of two girls in particular I went to school with who yeah. were soccer players who had that exact haircut. Yeah, the one in Correct. my school was named Aaron. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. 
Anyway, okay. All right, we're we're, we're almost, almost there. to the end here. Of we're almost to the the plane of ninety six. Um, this is when Je- poor I just I gotta stop saying poor Jeff. Jeff is giving Jackie and Shauna rides home. He tries to take Shauna home first. Jackie says, "What if our hot take in our recap of season one is that we feel sorry for uh, mediocre white men?" <laughs> That's our new. Well, I mean, the most unbelievable thing about the show is how harmless the and likable all of the men are in it but um uh we've talked a lot about and all of that Um, that was a really yeah that was a really dismissive way to say a thing that i do sort of believe um (laughs) but uh um so jackie gets jeff to take her home first she says like i've got a curfew and sean is like i do too yep jackie says but you know what my parents are like so yeah, um, I also think I want to just reiterate so then, here that we've never met Shauna's parents. Yeah, we don't see them nope. in season one or two. Nope. We don't see them in '96. We don't see them in 2021. It's kind of implied that her parents care less than Jackie's or are less strict. Right. right. Yeah. Who knows? And but and based on the way Jackie like. Uh, I'm sure Jackie's not thinking like, oh, it could also be bad for Shauna or, oh, Shauna's parents are also this way or, oh, like what Jackie says gives us no information about Shauna's home life at all. Um, And then Shauna makes Jeff pull over and they have sex for at least the second time because he says, I thought we weren't going to do this again. She says, again, we're not again. Um. She also has the line that we all love so much. Oh, I have it. Yeah. Shauna says, if you come inside of me, I will raise the baby out of spite and train it to become a killing machine that eventually hunts you down. So that's Callie. (laughs) As we all know. Oh, God. That is 30-year-old Callie. (laughs) Math doesn't math there, but. But we do know that he does get her Mm -hmm. pregnant. We also know that the baby at this point now, remember... It was such a huge, we watched, like, part of the reason we watched Rosemary's Baby is because we were so obsessed with what was going to happen yeah. to Shauna's baby. We had so many conversations yep. about whether or not that kid made it off the, uh, all yeah. of that. And this is a show that killed a baby. Yep. Yep. Which is the thing I was like, they're, they're not going to make us look at a dead baby. They are. I mean, at mm-hmm. least they didn't eat the baby, but right. Yeah. So we know that Shauna, and it's here, mm-hmm. this is yeah. when Shauna gets pregnant yeah. with Jeff's baby yep. who dies in the wilderness. Yep. Yeah. Um, I know. We spent so much of this of watching this show not knowing where that was going to end up. And now watching mm-hmm. the beginning of it is kind of like, oh. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Like another great needle drop here also. After this, we get the montage uh, and we see oh. Never Ta- we hear Never Tear Us Apart. Yeah. You know, what's funny. And it's the cover. It's the Paloma Faith cover, which is I love that the original anyway. I think that's a great song. That cover is outstanding. In my head, they didn't start with the kind of anachronistic covers Mm. so early, but they they were doing that right from the. Yeah, you're right. Because we have that Florence and the Machine, Just a Girl in season two that is outstanding. And I there might be one or two. There are. I have the music list somewhere, but yeah, there are. Um. But they're just outstanding. Yeah. And this one is so good. Um, 
and it's we get a lot of information quickly. Um, this is where you already mentioned it, but we Liv's mom mm-hmm. is passed out. Um, Misty, we see Misty watching the rat in the pool. I just realized as I was watching it today that in my head or last. Oh, I said I watched it last night. I watched it this morning. We got a late start today, mm-hmm. so I'm a, I am got a little confused. Um, but this morning when I was watching it, I was like, oh, I have just assumed Misty is in someone else's backyard. Really? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why. That's even I, more I, I've just, weird and deviant. Yeah, I think that's I, – I, I think she strikes me as somebody who wouldn't have an in-ground pool. <laughs> like, but I think that actually that's an interesting part of her character is that I think she's a sociopath – that has rich mm-hmm. parents with a pool. There's also mm-hmm. been um, intimations. I don't know if it's canon or not that like one of her parents is a doctor. Like that's kind of why she has all of this sort of medical Weird, affinity. Like, you right. know? Yeah. That does make sense. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm sure it's her backyard. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why in my head all along. I was like, why? And, and I don't even know what made me think about it. That's so funny. Like, I love the idea of Misty just kind of hanging out in random people's yards. Yeah, like it. in my head, maybe she found the rat and put it in. The, I don't think this. I think she came upon the rat and watched it die. But she could have just put it in the pool to see who would swim. But she like found a rat and needed a pool to drown it in. You know. <laughs> I mean, if she's close enough to like, oh, now we're going to get into rat logistics again. <laughs> um, but if she was close enough to a house with a pool to like walk over with a rat to watch it drown. Uh-huh. Then her parents also are rich because that's a good point. Because too. like wealth and poverty are closely linked to New Jersey, but like next to a mansion is not like a shack. Though we had an in-ground pool in my, but this is a fancy-looking ver- in-ground pool. Like you can you feel like there's true. a large house behind it that you don't behind see. it. Yeah. yeah, I think. That's what I'm picturing is like some random person like looking out their back window, drinking their cup of coffee, and then just seeing their that neighborhood weirdo Misty yeah. just watching a rat drown in their yeah. pool. That's fair. So during this montage, we see Coach. This is where we see that scene where like things are weird and intense with his wife. Um, Ty has great parents. Yes. Most important thing. Have fun. <laughs> have fun. <laughs> we find out that they're going to get on a private plane that Lottie's dad paid for. Mm-hmm. We see Lottie with her um, bottle of loxapine, which obviously mm-hmm. has been much analyzed since. Um, they get on the plane, and one of my favorites is when Mari <laughs> offers tequila fruit by the foot. <laughs> oh. Yeah. She, like, psychs her She's out. got, like, a mile yeah. of it. Yeah. My favorite part is when Travis says, nah, uh, butt yes. munch. <laughs> Bobby tries to sit with him. The use of the phrase butt munch is so 90s. I'm bringing butt munch back. I mean. I'm 30 or 40 years old, and I think I'm bringing butt munch back. I support this. I support this. I definitely clocked that last night. I was like, that's such a 90s thing to say. So funny. Not a butt munch. Yeah. It was great. We also get... We get the pilot overhead talking about how they're going to have to divert divert because of a storm. They'll be able to see the Canadian Rockies. We get all that sort of set up for the crash. We see a couple of the red shirt girls Mm -hmm. in this scene. There's more of them Um, than I remembered. Yeah. Yeah, there are quite a few. And uh, Jackie Steele's. This is also a very good rich mom, rich 90s mom that like Jackie was able to steal some Valium from her. 
But that's thoughtful because she knows Shauna's afraid to yeah. fly. Yeah. And so they both take that and pass out. Well, and Jackie, so important. So important. <laughs> Jackie gets the necklace. The necklace. Yes. And then we start the endless uh, so tracking the necklace. Girl. Yeah. Says nothing can touch you now. Puts the necklace on her. Um, and then the next thing we see is like the plane starting to go down and people freaking out. Laura praying. Um, yeah. And that's the end of and 96. That's, that's the end for 96 in Jersey. We get a tiny little bit of the wilderness, which we'll... Yeah. We'll touch on at the very end, I yeah. think. Yeah. I love this little beginning. Yeah, I love this little beginning. It. This is also one of those things where it's just like my little brain. In my head, mm-hmm. every time I've watched this pilot before this week, which I think, again, is only twice... Because we didn't really have a feel for Jessica Roberts yet, she doesn't really exist in that montage to me, even mm. though we do see her. Yeah, we do. And I thought, which doesn't make sense at all, but in my head, we were watching talk. It's because of the way they're they're talking directly to us. Like, right. they're talking. To, but in my head, they were, like, talking heads for a documentary. That's what it feels like. About, right. Which I know it's, I get, I, or which I don't know. I'm guessing maybe now that I'm talking about it with you. That's what the feeling is supposed to be because because Jessica's job is to see if they will, if people will spill for it. So I guess that's the feeling. But it really does feel like, but we do see Jessica in that scene. She asks one of them a direct question there. Right. Yeah. So what do you think really happened out there? I think it's right. We also get the trig teacher. Uh, Which, again, break out the red string. This one has a little bit of, not necessarily it's validity, possible. but in a way that a lot of the stuff that we've been jokingly speculating about in season one, there's nothing to back it up later. Right. There is some stuff that's like, we have all of that stuff with the underground, mm-hmm. with the, possibly the underground mines and, yeah. and the different tools from the person who owned the cabin, who we think is a surveyor. Possibly. Right? It's Bonaduce. So, <laughs> that's right and so like all of that it it's still i don't know that that line is necessarily for no reason right it could be or it could right. not be but there's a number of mentions of trigonometry mm-hmm. right like there's this teacher there's also then shauna in the same episode asks if uh callie's going to be able to retake her trig test mm-hmm. like yeah um so we get all those little interviews and then we Sort of in a weird uh, mirror to Jackie and Jeff. Yeah. Which I, I hadn't really thought thing. about. But yeah. yeah. We see Shauna masturbating to her daughter's boyfriend, which is. Bleh. Yeah, it's bad. In her, I, like in her daughter's room, like all mm-hmm. of it is. But it's also like we, we always talk about how much this show is really about like women and trauma, right? That she's so, of course, is so stunted. It's not yeah. an excuse. You should not be masturbating to a 17-year-old boy who is your daughter's boyfriend in her bedroom, of course. Yes. That is not to say that. But it like it makes a kind of sense that Shauna yeah, especially she's stuck. when yeah, she's so stuck and her husband was not re- was not her high school boyfriend mm-hmm. really because high school is kind of over for her, but like Yeah. Like, I can imagine that she's thinking, like, oh, what would it have been like for me to have a normal high school relationship with yeah. a, you know? Yeah. So. We also get some classic uh, 
sort of clothing echoes here. She's like wearing the same kind of flannel that she wore in high school, mm-hmm. you know, similar clothing. Her daughter's room is extremely pink, mm-hmm. sort of like looks a lot like Jackie's. Mm-hmm. There's like all these little... Callie, especially knowing Callie more now yeah. and loving her so much, yeah. Callie really is... She's so much more like if Jackie and Shauna had a kid, <laughs> like than yeah. than it is if Shauna and Jeff had a kid. Yeah, because her room makes no sense with her personality. No, like no, she's pretty dark and sarcastic mm-hmm. and very much like her mother that way. Mm-hmm. But her bedroom looks like a Jackie bedroom. Well, and is it then that Shauna is the one who maybe I could see Callie being the kind of person who's like, I don't know, this is the room yeah. my mom decorated for me and i don't care and sean is just trying to make a little jackie it's and true. we see season one later in the season when callie puts on jackie's, jackie's uniform. soccer uniform yeah that's true that's true she's like haunted yeah she is then we get our girl jessica roberts <laughs> who i'm sure i've said is also from um Battlestar Galactica. You have. You she's, have said she's this. She's so good and so beautiful and I love her. Yes. And she I mean she's lying, but she she's a reporter for the Star Ledger. So we got our yeah. Okay, Jersey. Yep. Yep. She's trying to get Shauna to tell her side of the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, we find out later that she's not actually a reporter from the Star Ledger, yeah. but she is no. trying to test Shauna and among all of them really to see who will talk. Mm-hmm. Just as a reminder for those who aren't as uh, again in the weeds as we are, she was hired by Ty to sort of like see who is going to be a problem for Ty's Senate campaign. Yeah, which we don't find out at all. And no. I thought we found this out later in this episode, but it's later in the season that we right. find that out. So right, we also see. I noticed this this time. I don't know if I'd seen it before. I think I had the Us magazine cover. That she pulls out of the grocery bag that says, um, there's a little corner um, headline that's like, uh, about the crash 25 years later. It says, like, little girls lost. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's, I think it's, like, an indication that they're still newsworthy. Right. You know. Right. And Jessica says, like, I could offer you a seven-figure deal. And she's just talking shit. But Shauna's not... like shocked by that number it's not like oh i'd never thought about that she's probably been offered similar deals certainly times yeah she's like not surprised that jessica's there she's just annoyed like right and even when she and ty meet at the diner a little later ty says like oh every few years these people come out of the woodwork right and especially because 25 is like an important milestone Mm -hmm. like this is the 25th year blah 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 one little thing and this could mean this is just a tiny little dialogue thing but when Shauna says, like, there's no story to tell, we, we crashed, we scavenged some of my friends, blah, blah, blah. She says until they finally found us. Yes. Um, and we've speculated that maybe the, like, trig stuff and all of that is that, like, actually they were much closer to civilization than they thought, but mm-hmm. none of them knew how to, and that eventually they would find their way. Right. That, like, maybe there would be a, an adventuring party. You know, Natalie had been out adventuring, and we kind right. of, I'm saying we, I, I don't know who the we is in this, but, like, I think some of us are thinking that, like, Natalie's going to be the one to save them by like well because because ty does say at some point we wouldn't be here without natalie and so that's implied that somehow but that could be like a psychological thing but i also think it's a leadership thing now too because but so all of that but the phrasing of until they finally found us which again might mean nothing but this time i was like oh i wonder if 
they eventually do get it's a more active rescue than it is right. them es- like escaping and finding help right but who knows that's again that could be anything that's not yeah yeah but we do know that like if there's one thing they know when they're making this pilot is probably how they're found, mm-hmm. you know, right, like right. that's, that's a pretty important thing to know from the beginning is like, mm-hmm. how does the rescue go down? Exactly. So, yeah. Then we see Nat at the rehab in her purple sweater <laughs> meditating. I, I know that you and I have decided that one of the things we are not totally interested in is who is the antler queen. Because it seems that that has, like, it shifts, maybe. Yeah. It is a traveling, but. This is we... the traveling antlers? <laughs> exactly. Shauna says, like, you know, until they found us. And then that's when we see Natalie for just a second. She's, like, out meditating. Mm-hmm. Somebody comes out to say, like, uh, groups, whatever. Then the very next scene is that flashback to the wilderness mm-hmm. where the person in the antler seat mm-hmm. gives the okay um that it's time to feed and i think we know now that natalie is the one it was kind of like we i think most of us were thinking that was probably lottie yeah in that position at first yeah for for really most of seasons one and two Mm -hmm. um but it seems now that's very likely natalie because she's been given right they all bow to her in the season two finale right and it seems like this scene is pretty is like the winter after that, they've all been out in the woods for a while, and it seems like that's a little hint that actually that's Natalie there. That's interesting. I hadn't thought about the back and forth between the two timelines, that flip there, but that makes actually makes a lot of sense. Especially because it's such a quick scene. Yeah. Like, yeah, like why get, jump yeah. back right there to it? That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And then we go right back to Natalie at the group. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that group scene is so good. Yeah. We also have Shauna watching trivia <laughs> you dumb bitch linda right? you dumb bitch linda you dumb bitch i love it there's just something about <laughs> this is gonna make me sound like an asshole there's something so relatable about like watching trivia of some kind like watching jeopardy which is what she's supposed mm-hmm. to be like theoretically kind of watching and like just judging the people for getting questions wrong like it's just such a well, and especially because, like, I'm sure there were lots of other questions yeah. Shauna didn't know. Yeah. But she, you know. Yeah. But well, it is, and the like, answer is Paradise Lost. The answer is Paradise Lost. Mm-hmm. The answer is Paradise Lost. The one that the woman suggests or guesses is Great Gatsby. Right. Um, do we hear what the question is? I don't know. I feel like maybe they mentioned Milton. Because it's also, like, if they say Milton... Then Linda is a dumb bitch, but also Shauna's not that smart for knowing Paradise Lost. Like that's I don't you know remember what, I mean? what the question was. I kind of want to know. Um, but uh, but it's another thing of like you know Shauna thinking she's so smart. She did get into Brown and how mm-hmm. Stud did, and now she's this you know yes. And that one of and here's an example. She's so smart. She knows who wrote Paradise Lost. Um, but Paradise Lost is a great little illusion here. This, right? Uh, this is like a some sort of blog, but it basically says the first words out of Shauna's mouth are, I am paradise lost, which is interesting. Pretty good. Pretty good. I don't think I've read paradise lost. 
the like famous line that even if you haven't read Paradise Lost, you might recognize is the mind is its own place and in itself can make a heaven of hell, a hell of heaven. Mm. And you know how much of this, especially in season two, becomes like what stories are the girls telling themselves yes. about where they were? And yeah. there's all that speculation that we're not a... There's not all that speculation. There's some speculation like, oh, how much of what we're watching in 96 is real and right. how much. And so thinking about, um, oh, there's also better to reign in hell than to serve in heaven, Ooh. which is. <laughs> yeah. Just thinking about like Shauna. She probably has in... a tattoo of that somewhere. <laughs> I do like, though, that that implies that New Jersey is heaven and that the wilderness is hell, which is what I have. I say that all the time. All the time. You know, yeah. I'm always saying that's, that. That's. Yeah, that's your general philosophy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We also see the ad for Ty's candidacy come on while she's watching it. That's where we see that Ty's running for state senate. Right. That's why Sean is watching TV. Or for the show, mm-hmm. the reason they have a scene with her watching TV in the first place is so she could see Ty running for state senate. Yep. And then we meet Ty's family as well with the photo shoot happening. They, they call uh, her the queer Kamala. The Kamala. <laughs> Here's something that really jumped out this time for me is we know now about other Ty. Yes. That we think is manifested in the woods, though we know that her family has some kind of darkness because her grandmother saw right. ghosts and men with no eyes and all of that. Yep. We don't know for sure, but we can maybe think we here's here's what we know about other Ty. Other Ty shows up when shit needs to get done. Mm hmm. For example, mm, mm, is it possible that it's actually other Ty who took Allie out? That Ty, in her wise mind, in her calm mind, wouldn't have done that. Yeah. Right? Um, She seems pretty shocked afterward. Yeah. Other Ty has an expression, and we see it in the scene around the fire at the end of season two really, really clearly. We see it a few times, Mm -hmm. but that's, like, the best one. If you go to our our Instagram, um, there's one of our... One of the clips that I made back from the season two finale um, shows it up close. Yeah. She also makes that face. It's the like, hey, I'm here. I'm doing what I need to do. She also makes that face very clearly. It is a close up right after she gets. Um, what's her wife's name? Simone. Right. Right after. Yeah. Right after she gets Simone to like calm down enough to get good pictures. Mm-hmm. And. We've talked about, I'm talking a lot right now, but we've talked a lot about their relationship and how Ty really, because we know she loves Van now, right? Mm -hmm. And that she cheats on Simone while Simone is in a coma (laughs) with Van. Yeah. And it's like, they seem so in love here, but they're having, they're doing that photo shoot and Simone can't like relax enough to get some good pictures and ty's like getting a little and then ty is like very sweetly she's like what would help you ease up you want a shot of tequila mm-hmm. should we have a quickie in the bathroom and it seems really sweet at it but it does get simone to yeah relax they get their shots and then you see her face and i'm like man that is yeah devious it's devious because it's that's like, a solid point how much of that was ty just being like this is what simone needs right now i don't really care right. like i don't i don't know yeah, and we're not we don't know enough about her at this point to really see that, but mm-hmm. but looking back, it definitely but they give the the they do if a, you look a real close up on her face at that moment. And she is making she's got specific other tie eyes mm-hmm. that she makes. Yeah. And it's fucking there. Tawny Cypress, it's, man. Uh-huh. She's so good. But it is a hundred percent that is I my feeling is 
that is other Thai for sure. I think it, I, I am on board. I am on board. Um, we're also sort of, we're Which flipping. makes me feel even worse for Simone. I know. Though, because it's like, Simone oh, is it's, just. It, it's not just that like, I, the, like the worst reading of it is it's not just that Ty was in love with Simone. Van came back into her life or she came back into Van's life and now she's making bad choices. Mm. It's almost like Ty is doing what she told herself she would do. You know what I mean? She found a wife who works for her image and for the story she wants to be told about her. Yeah. And has never really loved her. You know what I like? Yeah. I don't know. I I could buy that version. Yeah, Yeah. it probably is. But I feel like I... You know, I don't see a lot of pure moments of Ty appreciating Simone. Mm-mm. It's a lot of like managing her. Yeah. Yes. That's exactly Trying right. Trying to that's like exactly control right. her reactions. Yeah. But I would have thought yeah. this scene up until this last watch felt to me like, oh, there is some sweetness here, but, but probably yeah. not. Yeah. It also, when you look at it from that perspective, does feel like she's managing her again. Mm-hmm. It's a bummer. Poor Simone. I know. I hope that she comes out of her coma and like yeah. wreaks havoc on the, you know, Ty and her, her that would friends. Be kind of amazing. Because she knows at least yeah. that there is a dead dog in her home. Poor Biscuit. Yes. Yes, she does. I know. Right, that's Biscuit. We, the saw, first we one. saw live. Yeah, we saw live Biscuit in this uh, <laughs> episode <laughs> when they were having their photo shoot. That's right. Got our first Biscuit sighting when his head and his body were connected. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> Poor guy. Oh boy. Um our version of Nat in this timeline is the rehab leaving the rehab flying back to Jersey to get her car with the rifle in it. Mhm. And that's kind of it. They set her up like she could be a murderer. It's oh, so yeah. funny knowing Nat now. Well, she like, has the line think it will be good to reconnect with some old friends while she's like hiding the gun like yeah and you can see like they they almost want you to think that that guy is in danger Mm -hmm. while they're having that conversation it's all also total side little thing in that group therapy their her therapist the like group leader is wearing a livestrong bracelet yes he is 2021 yes he is i noticed that too yes it's such a good detail i also really like wendy Oh, Wendy's great. Apparently slapping this numb cunt was incorrect and also misdemeanor (laughs) assault. She's got, she is straight out of 96. She's got Jersey mom energy. Big time Jersey mom energy. Even though they're in California. Yeah. Yeah, that jacket. I know. That's a really good point. Because I have thought of her as, her name is Wendy. I know. Like Bruce. Like Bruce, like, like that, Wendy is such a Jersey coded name. Yeah, it is. One of my closest friends growing up around the corner was named Wendy. Uh-huh. Of course. Yeah. She lived so, on first. I just thought that was. Yeah. And that so right. refers she's... to keeping the tiger in the cage and finding her purpose in that moment. After they rescued she us, I lost my keep purpose. the tiger in the cage. Like that's a saying that they were like. Like a Jersey tomato. Like a Jersey tomato. You know how hard it is for a Jersey tomato to keep a tiger in the cage. <laughs> exactly. She does exactly. say thanks to my time here. I know how to get it back referring to her purpose. Mm-hmm. We still... We don't really know what that means. No. We still don't, right? No. I don't think so. Anything about it. The thanks to my time here is a weird... Yeah. Like, maybe because she... Like, I guess, like, I'm clear-headed and sober now is the easy way. Right. Maybe that's just what she means. That's probably what it is. Yeah. Yeah. 
but she's what do we think she we don't we know everything we're ever get at this point mm-hmm. well that's not true because there's still stuff in 2021 at, at this point we know where natalie's story ends yeah and we still don't know and we i think we've seen everything we're going to see of natalie in 2021 unless they flash back to some stuff right, right? but we might see natalie when she gets back we might see right. there's like 25 years in between so but she knows what her purpose is now yeah. in in this group and then between there and the season 2 finale when she dies mm-hmm. somewhere in there you'd think we find her like living out her purpose and i don't think we do in my mind what she means in that moment is that she has to find travis mm-hmm. because that is where she goes from there and so maybe right. her purpose is to find travis help travis i don't know i'm just kind of spitballing but that's okay. what she's doing next she's going well that's actually not what she's doing next she's going to misty but she's going to misty to find travis i think right and i think she's going to misty because she got the postcard and she thinks, right, right, we don't see that. We don't see that in, in this episode. But what we do know is yes. someone is sending postcards with the symbol mm-hmm. on them to the girls, yeah. to the women. And I guess this is never spelled out directly, I don't think. But Natalie receives the postcard, assumes it's from Misty because Misty's crazy. And Misty, as we know, is the one who like kind of really thrived out in the wilderness mm-hmm. and is the reason, well, maybe that they weren't rescued right away because she, we know destroyed the black box right. or the transmitter, whatever. Yeah. I don't, I, I, we're still, that's still a little confusing to me. I don't One know how things work. One of the big questions that has come up from watching yellow jackets for its fans is what the fuck is a black box and what's yeah, the transmitter? What, yeah, <laughs> what exactly. do they do? And how do you ruin one? <laughs> This is like a central um, mystery for the fans of the show. <laughs> probably we could figure out. Yes. We should, uh, but, uh, but so, but, at least Natalie, right? This is her understanding of Misty. And so when this postcard shows up, she goes to Misty because she's sure that Misty sent it. So maybe that's her purpose is like to right. take care of Misty. Right. You know, in whatever way she's going to. I mean, that would also that. kind of go along with what we were saying earlier about how Nat and Misty are linked from the beginning by that, by this first episode. That's, that's like maybe her too. purpose is to take care of Misty and that she's derailed by the fact that Misty also has the postcard. Right. And Misty do we know, is just manipulative. Did, did Jeff send the postcards or do we not know? Oh, do not open this Pandora's box. If we, we want, wait a little to, if we we want get a little anyone more? from the Reddit to listen to us and like have any faith in us, we cannot open this box right now because okay. there are arguments, real, like hardcore arguments about this. I have an opinion. But we don't have a fact where Jeff out loud said, I'm the one who sent the postcards. Do we, we don't have that. But... According to many of our friends on Reddit, um, it is decided that he did. It has been proven that he did. I may or may not agree with that. We're not going to, I'm not going to upset people yet. I think my understand, and some of the, please know that so much of this is just my memory being bad. I think this, I keep saying the story we're telling ourselves, which is absolute therapy speak, but also applies here because it's an actual story, is that. He sent them as part of the... The blackmail. Blackmail. Yep. Okay. I... Okay. I, I am but not going to get into it. W- Misty probably definitely didn't send them. Correct. Okay. It's possible still. Anything is we'll possible, s- but... <laughs> we'll save it. We'll save it for when they actually show up at, uh, yeah. in the show. Because there's a um, lot to, to discuss there. Yeah. 
So, but so that makes sense. Or at least that maybe Natalie's purpose, as it always has been, is to protect this story and these people from <laughs> from the outside world, but also from each other and themselves, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, I'm yeah, I think that can be interpreted a number of ways, but I think the fact that she goes directly to Misty does yeah. tie her purpose to Misty. I think so, too. Um, That's cool. Okay. Speaking of Misty, um, we do have... So we have the diner scene, and then we have a scene of Misty, and then Strana reading her journals. Those are kind of our last three 2021 scenes. Well, we also, I skipped over the fact that she murders that bunny, which we've talked about, but she kills it with an axe handle, I think, and gets blood on her and, you know. We know it's no big deal for her. She's our butcher. We. She's also got those little rabbit figurines everywhere. <laughs> I, I, I love Shauna. Which we've talked she... about. If you, if you express interest in an animal once in your life, there will be somebody who will continue mm-hmm. to give you those animal figurines, and it's Jackie's parents. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And she um, she does kill that rabbit. It's been eating her garden. But mm-hmm. it's obviously no big deal for her because she's been, sl- like, butchering animals and people. She's very good at it. Her, She's she's good at it. It's her job. So mm-hmm. it's not. And it's, it's so obvious that she's the butcher in those little flashback yeah. scenes yeah. from the beginning. But we don't get full confirmation of that until a little later in the series. Right. But that's obviously who that is. Yeah. Um, she kills the rabbit. We know that she is going to feed it to her family, though we don't know that yet in this episode. Um, but we do get, yeah, this is where we get introduced to Callie. Um, I I think I was too hard on her even before I knew how much she grows on me later. She's, she's very just, much, she's just a teen. And Shauna an is annoying. Teenager. Yeah, they're, <laughs> but they're she, both annoying. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Because she's right. Because she's like, you have a meaningful conversation. And then she's like, so we're having meatloaf. Right. It's like, yeah, that's a yeah, fair point. Callie, I get it. I get it, Callie. That's a fair point. Um, yeah. So <clears throat> I guess since we're back on Shauna, maybe we talk about the diner. Oh, well, you wanted mm. to have a diner conversation. Do you want to talk about Misty first? <laughs> uh, whatever you think. Let's just briefly touch on our little introduction to adult Misty because it's, it's very brief. Mm-hmm. But we see her working in the nursing home, bringing meds to Mrs. DeGennaro. Mm-hmm. My um, eighth grade English teacher, Mr. DeGennaro, shout out. Amazing, of course. <laughs> um, and we see her first as this little sweet woman, like, coming in and, and talking to this woman who can't respond. But then we see her true colors when uh, she realizes that. Um, what does she find out? She's. That that, she's um, oh, that she wet the bed. Right. Yeah. And And didn't call misty and misty says like oh you should have called blah blah blah. she also slaps the food this is not to defend misty but that woman is being contentious yes and i in my mind she's being contentious because she's had to deal with misty for god knows how long (laughs) right that's that's quite possible i'll also point out that as someone who has elder family members in institutions Mm -hmm. like this you ring that bell they may or may not come Uh, that's absolutely for like you know, no offense to the nursing staff. They're just understaffed. Right, they're often understaffed and way yeah. overworked. There aren't enough not... of them. Right. <laughs> so you do not always get your, your mm-hmm. call answered immediately. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, that, I don't Misty... know why that was what <laughs> that was really what I was focused on last night. But I think you're right. Like, it's not, I mean, we're supposed to assume that Misty 
yeah, I don't know. But like, so Misty withholds her morphine. Yeah. Um, and we learn more and more about that Misty is darker and capable of more than we even thought as the show goes on. Yeah. Probably is do, like has some like angel of death stuff going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we also so, see. So this is maybe the least of her, what she's capable of, you know? Yeah. We also get a quick view of her interacting with her coworkers as she leaves for the night where you just start to get this little brief sense of the fact that people think she's fucking weird and don't want to be around mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. And she's so chipper in that scene after having just been so cruel yeah. to that woman. Like, yeah. But she's like, happy she Friday, ladies, or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And we see and Nat, that is... Nat's watching her from her car. Yeah. And that's all we get of uh, uh, present-day yeah. Misty. Yeah. But that's... she really, for most of season one, is more like comic relief than anything else. We don't get a whole lot of like Misty's internal life. Right. Um, really until Elijah Wood shows up, right? Well, we do see her getting um, picked on with the prank phone calls and stuff. But mm-hmm. but yeah, as an adult, she's just very sort of like calculated. Yeah, it's interesting. Do you want to have diner talk? Yeah, we get a diner. We get a diner. It's a very small little diner. Yeah, it's like an old, like it runs. It's not a big like, Greek diner. No, it's like a little silver bullet kind of diner. Not yeah. not actually silver bullet, but it's got that sort of like feel. Not um, your suburban diner, not your TikTok diner. No, it's like an Angelo's or, or a Berlin. Or a Bendix. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not a state line. <laughs> we could just sit here and name diners. <laughs> not a Twin Oaks, although it's a little more Twin Oaks than it is a suburban. Rest in peace, Twin Oaks diner. Speaking of rest in peace. I know. I'm this sorry. Is our I podcast. This yeah. Yeah. This is our podcast. We can do what we want. This scene is so it's just perfect that when Shauna needs to meet with someone somewhere that feels safe and neutral and also where you can have a conversation and not worry that the people around are going to be listening or even care. Yep. It's a diner. Yep. 100%. It's a diner. It's a diner. It had to be. It had to be. It had to be. They couldn't have that conversation anywhere else. No. With the waitress refilling the coffee. I also noticed that in this scene, um, when the waitress fills her coffee, Shauna is like perfect, polite diner patron to the waitress and then goes back Mm. to the super intense conversation, which is so perfect. It's exactly right. It's how it'll... Yeah. Yeah. She refills her coffee. She's like, oh, thank you so much. And then goes back to like her... Yeah. Yeah. And no, she knows perfect. she could say anything in front of that waitress, and the waitress would Will not, isn't even here. Yeah. No. 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 The things the diner waitresses no. have heard. Oh, my exactly. God. Exactly. Um, yeah. And so, but I'm wondering what time it is, because mm. sadly, one of the things about Jersey Diners is, like, notoriously, famously, forever and ever and ever, 24 hours a day. Yep. No longer the case. They're a small handful. And if you're not from Jersey, you don't know what a big deal that is, but it's a huge deal. And just this week, my my diner, my the diner I I literally cried on New Jersey as a world talking about it this week. Yeah. It closed. It has been it would been owned by the same people for twenty five years, which is like in terms of diners, not I mean some of yeah. them have been but it has always been my diner even before it was Starview. Um forever. Like that it has always been a diner there. Um, and it closed down this week 
and that's heartbreaking. But then also, literally the day the episode that we we recorded that episode on, I think a Wednesday night, and the episode came out on Thursday, or we recorded on a Thursday, came out on Friday, and then that day, another one of the diners I grew up going to announced that it was closing. And something I forgot to mention is that another other diner, Gateway Diner, which has been around forever and ever and ever, was forced to close because of a highway project. Jesus Eminent Christ. domain. All, like, in the last – so it's so beautiful to see these on screen. It's yes. Just, like, even, you know, our namesake, The Watcher, which was a – such a stupid, <laughs> weird, show. baffling show. Uh-huh. But even even that show knew, like, if you're going to meet with somebody – You meet in a diner. You meet at a diner. Yeah, absolutely. And so it's now, now the watcher is more important to me than ever because it's like, you know, we've got these little artifacts of a, an era that is sadly like we're losing. So that's my diner corner. Uh, okay. Diner tangent. So, yeah, the last bit we get in 2021 is just Shauna reading her journals. And so we see the like, why haven't they found us yet? You know, mm-hmm. um, and she's sitting with her journals, reading them. We see that she has yeah. them in a safe, which will, again, come in later. Yeah, and I think what she – the reason she went into the safe in the first place was to get her burner phone to call Ty. Because yeah. Because she, she tells Jessica, I wouldn't know how to get a hold of these people even if I wanted to. It's obviously not true, but she's smart yeah. enough that, like, now if Jessica Roberts runs her phone records. Yeah, she's got her burner there. phone. Yeah, but that's the when she phone. obviously was like – you think this is this is probably the first time she's read her journals since – I don't know. I get the impression that this is not too far from her daily mind, you know? Mm, mm-hmm. That's true, too. But, yeah. But she does say later in season two, I think it's her, who's like, I don't... She, she says something about, like, not being able to remember everything that happened and how much was blocked out and all of that. Maybe that's Lottie. I think that was Lottie. Yeah. I think that was Lottie. It does make sense to me that Shauna would have perfect recall of all of this. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. There's something about her where I'm like... And that is still just going about her day, ironing clothes and going to Walmart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. What a great fucking pilot. It's, yeah, it's incredible. And again, the music. Smashing Pumpkins, Liz Fair, Informer, mm-hmm. Song Peppa, Marky Mark, uh, Hole, Throwing Muses, Paloma Faith, PJ Harvey. Like, yeah. It's, All in the first episode. I think there was more than that, but those are the ones that I like really remembered. Mm-hmm. Incredible. It's it's such bait for like, middle. Like I know everybody loves this show, but if you are a middle aged <laughs> white woman from New Jersey between like, the ages of uh, thirty five like, and forty eight, yeah, like you're. How could you not be obsessed? It's catnip. It really, it really is. is. All that music. Not only the music, but where it's used and the variety. Yes. Like you were saying earlier, the like having Liz Fair and then switching directly to Informer, Informer. Like that dichotomy is perfect. They're so thoughtful about that stuff in the show. And they continue to be. Yeah. It it is every episode. There's at least one drop that is like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, we are going to next week have my one of my favorites of the whole show, the coming down the mountain moment. Mm. I'm I think excited. that's next episode. Uh, yeah, who knows, though? Um, I can't I'm, remember. And yeah, I'm excited to talk about the next episode because you there are a lot of things. Be. Sorry. It's, I think it's actually be. later. We don't get that right away. 
interesting because so much of what I thought we got in this episode, in my head, I'm thinking now that we didn't. I'm like, oh, it must be the next episode, but maybe not. I don't think so, actually. I was just looking at the music list, and I think that that Jane's Addiction drop is actually not next episode. It'll be I'm I'm really interested to see how we get it's so hard to think about it in a linear way, in a mm-hmm. chronological way, because of how they fed it to us, all yeah. this information. So I'm interested to see how we actually did get delivered um, the yeah. story. Yeah, totally. Um, oh, we said we were going to talk a little bit at the end about because we know that season three is in production. Mm-hmm. Um, I mm-hmm. think they're still just writing and they have don't think they've started filming yet but we were going to just briefly touch on like what we would like to see in season three and you had said you had an ideal season three i know exactly what i want i want season three i don't even need to see the wilderness beyond the first scene being them getting rescued i i don't even need to know i don't even know need to know how it happens necessarily yet like i would almost be okay if all of season three was 2021 and then 1990 what is it seven or eight, eight when they make it 1998 when they make it back so you want a because bottle season i would be fine with again a bottle flashback season yeah because we've gotten so much in the wilderness so many of the big mysteries in the wilderness have been if not totally tied up like shauna's baby has been like um we, we've gotten some sort of closure ish on like Javi. We, we yeah, know, we know and, they eat each other. Like. Yeah. Which was the big thing that like, yeah. I think I probably said, I'm almost sure that I said back in the beginning of season two, that I would be fine, that it would be very funny if the last episode of season five was when we finally see them eat a person. Yeah. So like all of that big stuff is kind of, and what Shauna says to Jessica Roberts, where she's like, it was cold, we blah, 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 we blah, 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 is almost like how much of what happens out in the wilderness now is going to be them traipsing around in the cold trying to survive. They don't have the cabin. We know right. that they're going to hunt and eat. It doesn't matter to me or you who the antler queen is. It's probably Natalie in that scene. Yeah. And I think that scene of them is late in the second winter. Right. They're deep in the winter. So I'm kind of yeah. like who I, – I sort of want to know who Pit Girl is, but it's probably Mari. Um, I think that part of what they are going to – what they have left to kind of pick from in that part of the story is – they, the very first logline we ever saw for the show was about two warring clans, mm-hmm. right? And so the idea of like a, uh, almost like a civil war between the two factions. Well, I think we go back to that for season four. Okay. But I, I think, but see, I do see, think that that's kind of what we still have to get to in the woods. Yeah. Also, like what the fuck happens to Ben? Ben. Like, you know, but, uh, but all of that How stuff is stuff that we could put a pin in or stuff that we could sure. go back. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm half joking about I don't even need to see anything else in the wilderness. Yeah. But what I really need from season three for me is rescue. After rescue, yeah. Yeah. I agree. And it can be both. I think it would we be interesting. We get both in season one. We get 96. This episode, we get 96 in the woods and yeah. at home. I think it would be interesting, actually, if we took a pause on 2021 and saw that. Yeah. woods and like 96 and 99 or something or 96 mm-hmm. and 2005 like whatever like something yeah you know maybe post rescue and like 10 years later or something actually i'm fine with that too yeah because i feel like 2021 did struggle a little bit this season to mm-hmm. be as relevant and sort of like life and death feeling as the stuff in the woods i have changed my mind and you have changed it for me 
because where we ended with season two, I remember saying to you, like, like Misty's got to go to jail now. That's like, dead. Like, you like know. there's so much of like it would be. I just think season three will be so miserable if we have to sit in all of that. Yeah. Every week. I think they could totally pause on 2021 and just go back to the woods and to post rescue or something. I think that's yeah. I changed my mind. You changed my mind. That's what I want. Well, hopefully they are on the same wavelength as me. Or what if there are no flashbacks or edits just post-rescue and we get no flashes? That would be a really weird... It would be weird, but... Way to... But yeah. But I think I very much... I, I think I need a break. I don't... I Maybe I am... I think I'm of... Well, I don't know. Am I of the... I don't... I think I need a break from 2021. I just wasn't thinking about the fact that we could get one. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I need a break from 1996 in the wilderness. I'm just less invested in the plot of what's going on there right now. Well, and also because we know the outcome of some of it. So, like, mm-hmm. it's just about how they get there, not right. what's going to actually happen. Like, we know who survives for the most Mostly. part. There's some that we're not sure of. But, mm-hmm. yeah. No, I – and that's the thing is, like, I do want – I don't want to lose – my Melanie Linsky and my Christina Ricci and my right. Tawny Cypress and, and all of those wonderful actresses that are our, our current day characters. So that I would be sad to not have. Right. But I also feel like they kind of painted themselves into a corner a little mm-hmm. bit with killing that. And now mm-hmm. it's like, where does, I mean, Adam's body is still in the woods somewhere, theoretically, but like, did we solve that with some uh, Elijah Wood, Deus Es Machina? We might have. Like, right. Adam's body. Adam's body, yeah. His torso. But did they, they found it. That's right. They found it. But like, oh, and so that's what I meant about the Deus Es Machina, because I literally couldn't remember how they ended up explaining that away. They haven't yet. That's like something that happens toward the end is they've just, that's what I mean is like, there's, they will have to do so many cartwheels to make it not be because Kevin's dead, but they have a sort of, there's that really poorly done stuff with Elijah Wood that you're talking about yeah. with Walter, which I guess if we want to suspend our disbelief, but there also is like Adam, they found Adam's body. Like there's so many things that are, there's too much happening there to yeah. let it all be explained away i don't know yeah so all that to say i feel like 2021 got a little convoluted towards the end or felt Mm -hmm. at least to some people me included a little bit like they were trying to tie things up really fast with nat to like Mm -hmm. you know end the season with juliette lewis free um and so yeah i think it might be just smart from that's from a more meta pulled back uh, view too to put a little pause there and let that kind of well and one of the things that drew people to this show was how innovative it was in terms of format and tying the timelines mm-hmm. together yeah. so they really need to keep being innovative and not just then rest on what they've been doing right because and they have hinted we have one scene of the girls getting off, off the, plane. the plane yep yes that is true and i think they've talked about wanting to explore that part of their story right yeah it'll happen eventually i think it needs it also makes so much sense for it to be smack in the middle of if it's going to be a five season show season three is the place for it definitely definitely yeah okay agreed we have (laughs) we've decided what it should be settled settled this was it was so nice to be back i know 
in Jersey. Uh-huh. Especially before things get start to get really in the weeds of it all. Yeah. So, um, oh, we were going to ask if you yes. found us from Reddit, or if you didn't, but especially if you found yeah. us from Reddit, because I know some of you did, and we love and appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Um, because we don't want to be self-promoting nightmares, and also because <laughs> I think we're not allowed. I think we're not allowed. We're not going to go be like, hey, Reddit, we're back on the Yellow Jackets thing. But if you're excited that we are, and you're back with us, maybe let people know. Be like, hey, they're going back to season one. <laughs> if you didn't check them out before, maybe do now. Yeah. And I'm not, you know, I said to you again, off mic, so you know I mean it. It's For me, it's not about like, I want our numbers to be higher. I no. genuinely, I am a full-time, my day job is podcast production. I don't check our numbers. That's yeah. not what the show is for me or you at all. No. Um, I keep joking about when we get to a million downloads, maybe we, maybe we do. Maybe every week. <laughs> maybe if you check the I charts, know, it's but... smartless. Conan O'Brien needs a friend in the yeah, watchers. Right. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Sure. Um, it's not. Yeah. It's Could not, be. obviously. But you never know. If you don't but, look, you never know. Exactly. Yeah. But that's not that's not what I mean. I just love having a community. I like that we yeah. are having a conversation now that is um that can open up more of the conversations around season one. Um I would love to have more people yes. to have that conversation with. Um and it's exactly. hard to get the word out about your own podcast um yeah that way that's exactly right yeah because you know we're not like you said we're not doing this for advertisers numbers money whatever we're doing it because this was a really fun show to talk about and Mm -hmm. it kind of sparked a bunch of other conversations so and we love having more people to have those with yes Um, exactly exactly and uh now's also a good time if you um haven't left us a review yet it is. It's always a good I, time. I was thinking about that, too, because one of the things um, that I like to do when we were doing our movies is after we recorded our movie podcast is I would go through and search the movie that we talked about and then just see what other podcasts were having conversations about that movie. Mm-hmm. And like, I was listening. And the first thing I always do is look at the reviews. That That's yes. real. Yes, it is real. Yeah. And especially like, you know, I think that one of the best parts about doing this podcast for me has been when people find us that have a similar sensibility and are like, yeah. this is like listening to my friends. I'm like, yeah. that is the best thing you could That's possibly exactly, say. So, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. So if you're, if you're one of those people who has um, left us a review or who has, I mean, we've talked to a few of you on, yeah. on the, the various um, subreddits and stuff. Uh, we, we really do love and appreciate you guys. Yeah. It's so fun. Because you and I could just do this through like a text message. Yeah, we literally did. <laughs> we do. Yes. We did and we do. Yeah. But exactly. But it's really fun to have more people in on the conversation. Yeah. A hundred percent. All right. Where can they find us, Andrea? Oh, they can find us at WatchersPodNJ on Instagram. Mm-hmm. They can email us at WatchersPod. They can email WatchersPodNJ at Gmail. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have anything coming up about next week's episode, because this will be out before you and I record again, mm-hmm. that you have been speculating about, um, that you aren't hearing people talk about, or any of your Reddit red string theories that uh, you want to highlight, whatever, shoot us an email, um, and um, I'd love to highlight those on the podcast. Like I said, I really love when this feels like a real conversation, um, and yeah, where can they find you? They can find me on Instagram. Thank you for asking. Uh, at Jody underscore Mim. 
J-O-D-I-E underscore M-I-M. It is my art account. It has nothing to do with Yellow Jackets, but... <laughs> but it's great art. Sure. It's a little bit to do with Yellow Jackets because they're often like... um Like... um Severed's not the right word, but like body parts <laughs> and mm, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. You also, a lot once of your a, art is about female community. Uh-huh. Yeah. Once, once a feminazi, always a feminazi. <laughs> I'm at AQ, Andrea Q. There you go. In all the places. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Next week, we are watching season one, episode two, F Sharp. The teens get their bearings as Misty finds hell on earth quite becoming. <laughs> In the present, revenge, sex, homework, and the policeman formerly known as Goth. Oh, oh, Kevin. Can't wait. Can't wait. We will see you in, well, we could say Jersey or the woods, but not both. (laughs) That's right. You pick. See you in the woods.